0: And now the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. Hello and welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're back again, talking about episode five thirty-two. Pink is not my color.
1: You sounded like a. Uh, you sounded very NPR there. You're like, hello and welcome
0: to Fresh Air. This is Dylan Weaver. Yeah, you sounded I'm so getting, cheery. Every every once in a while, I I switch up my cadence. Yeah, and uh, yeah it's worth it it's good yeah. i like it i like it yeah um so this is sometimes sometimes i think i i rush it for no actual reason and i think it sounds better when i like just actually like, like take my time just get in on touch it a little with bit your, yeah
1: yeah i mean like we got the, we got the setup going we got the headphones we get the the
0: official mics and the laptops i mean i yeah 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 spoiler for the people listening we have two pairs of headphones two mics, two pop filters, two laptops, and an iPad.
1: And live audio feeding back to us. Like this is
0: way why would we have headphones otherwise?
1: Well, I mean, you you know,
0: <laughs> we can hear ourselves. This is
1: this is like uh just like borderline low quality radio stuff right uh-huh.
0: here. Uh-huh. Except that we're still in a bedroom. Yep. With bad acoustics. Yeah. Yeah, when are we going to fix that? I don't know. Maybe we just move somewhere yeah or yeah when andrew and i get our own apartment
1: (laughs) that would be so bad we'll both stay in
0: one bedroom and make the other bedroom (laughs) a a studio studio. oh
1: yeah we will get so much more andrew sabo content (laughs) because i will have to justify it
0: i will have to justify having an entire room we'll also get uh um chairs that don't squeak yep and learn not to tap our fingers oh (laughs)
1: <laughs> Wait, what do you mean tap our fingers, like like cracker fingers?
0: Uh, cracking or just or like this this stuff? Yeah, we get a surprising amount of oh mic feedback from yep that. of just people like touching their mics. Yeah, that's um, so
1: odd that that's a thing, but it, it, that yeah. definitely is a thing. Yeah. yeah, now you know audio medium. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, they all hear
0: it every week. <sighs> oh, that's true. Because I don't have good enough software to edit it out. Yeah, well, and I I don't really listen to the show. No, I mean I I only edit it.
1: Yeah, although I did just listen to. This is a, this is not a proud moment, and we we get we'll get into the episode. I forgot which episode I was prepping for today, <laughs> and so I had to go into the end of last episode to see which one we were talking about. I was like, you could you have gonna... texted me, yet. Yeah, I could have, but I also could just do that. And then I was like, wow, these outro credits are very nice. I've literally never heard them
0: before. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, I... Nathan does a good job on that.
1: He does a great job. And I, don't... And I didn't realize you like superimposed the score on the, outside, or oh, on the yeah. outro and everything. And yeah. it like, lines up real well. It
0: yeah, it's, it's <laughs> almost as though I've been doing this for 40 episodes. Yeah,
1: it's true. Yeah. Yeah, that that there there's forty of them, for better or for worse. I I, I say better, but you know, Is um, for better or for worse an
0: episode we covered? It's an episode that exists. It
1: definitely does, <laughs> and we might cover it at some point. I don't. Let's get into pink is not my color, Dylan. <laughs> um. All right. <laughs>
0: Oh hi there, welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. a uh double feature directed and written by our buddy nathan hubler
1: ah oh, i gotta love him okay. yeah
0: yeah doing a good job uh Do this any... episode first aired november 8th of 2003 okay um and are we we're gonna continue the trend of doing uh focal features at the top sure go for it uh so um uh our two guests. voices in this episode are uh janelle and uh michaela Mm uh borland also known as mike um it's and so uh janelle who is uh peter borland's uh wife that really threw me off in my notes because i always just call him borland yeah and now there are three borlands yeah Yeah, there's three borlands yeah but uh she janelle is voiced by mimi monaco who has a total of four IMDb credits, all in one-off TV appearances in the late '80s, early '90s, an episode of *Twilight Zone*, oh. um, and a couple other things. Was *Twilight Zone*
1: still so, airing in the '80s?
0: Yeah, wow. But and then and then uh, 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 Michaela or uh, or Mike is uh, voiced by uh, Tierra Abbott. Who is a uh, martial artist, like professionally? Um, yeah, like that. Well, or like was at the exactly. as a child. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if she's continued to do it. Um, but she did stunts for Bad News Bears. Um, wow. Okay. And, and also a handful of just like random TV appearances mid two thousands. A couple like recurring bits on shows that I don't recognize. Okay. Um. But yeah so there that that's that's our two uh, guest guest vocals for the episode that we haven't covered before awesome um, and uh yeah do you want to mm. just roll the promo i think that's what to do what, all right what would it do i'm gonna roll the promo on the next adventures in odyssey connie and joanne meet agent borland's family
1: oh connie joanne this is michaela or Mike for short.
0: But why does it seem like her dad is always missing in action?
1: He always calls to apologize when he misses games.
0: And he's not the only one.
1: Mitch, it's about time. I've been trying to get through to you for 20 minutes. Sorry, I...
0: How will it all turn out? Find out on the next Adventures in Odyssey. Not sure why it's circus music.
1: Yeah, I'm getting a very, like, Oompa Loompas song from Willy Wonka (laughs) from that, like, but, uh, okay. That's fair. (laughs) For, like, an oddly serious episode, it's... Yeah.
0: uh, It's not a lighthearted episode.
1: No, which is surprising, because, like, when we were talking beforehand, like, in the last episode, like, when Mitch was coming in, for some reason in my head, like, I thought this was going to be different, but not the case. Nope. Um... So the episode begins um, with like Connie, it's Connie and Joanne, right? And they're
0: pulling into yeah, they're they're like driving through the neighborhood to get to Mitch's apartment. Yeah. Uh, Joanne makes like an under her breath comment about like these apartments seem very Economic. economical. Yeah. To <laughs> just be like, Mitch has a tiny apartment. Yeah. Which, or whatever. A rough area. He's a bachelor in yeah. DC yeah. who
1: presumably know, like, makes good money. I can't imagine being in the FBI. Yeah, but he's also
0: well. like still in training? Yeah. I don't know. Like so. he literally just moved there. Yeah.
1: Like if he has a closet, he is doing fine. Yeah. Um and then so they pull um they pull in Connie's on the phone with him and she's she's talking to Mitch, right? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when we find out that the uh, like they're just finishing up the case on Andromeda. Yep, they're which, finishing up name drop. We are still covering Novacom yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and
0: we will be for five more episodes. Then never be. again. And then uh, never again. <laughs> we will never address Novacom ever or mention it, man. No, nope. can't. <laughs> nope. It's dead to us.
1: I have spent an entire year of my life talking about Novacom. <laughs> yeah,
0: by the time we're done, that will be true. It's yeah. Not quite true yet. It's close. Oh yeah, it's too close. (laughs) Yep. Um. So the 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 big thing here. Well, so yeah. So they name drop the Andromeda case. It also Mm -hmm. she brings up that it's been two weeks and a day since they last talked, which is when they had their fight. Mm -hmm. Um. So I guess that's the road trip took two weeks. Yeah. More or less. So
1: the road trip took a long time. Um. And, Mitch. Um, is saying that he is busy. He's not, he's not like available right now. And then Connie like says like she understands and whatnot. And then she busts in on him like in his apartment. And, uh, thank goodness nothing else was happening.
0: Well, he was, he's walking out. The yeah. Door, yeah. Yeah. And she, um, yeah, she can't, I mean, she doesn't have a key. Like yeah. she, re- it, th- actually she knocks on the door mm-hmm. and he comes up to it. Um, cause he's like, he says to her on the phone, like, Hey, someone's at the door. Let me come out. And yeah. Then, and then it's Connie, which is like kind of an overplayed trope. Yeah. But I love it here. Oh, it's so cute. It's, and
1: the way he says so it. It's so fun. It's so, yeah. Cause they're like on the phone and whatever. It's like Connie. And he's, she's like, you can tell like she's got a big grin yep. on her face. And, and then, then we get another wit intro. I know.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> a hat trick of wit intros. Yeah, yeah. This
1: is a uh, this is this is a hat trick. This is yep throwing your 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 ball
0: caps onto the ice yeah. and whatever. A nice what? a nice turkey. Yeah, some yeah. may say for for a
1: bowling analogy, <laughs> for wit intros, this is what we got. Um, yeah. Why? Whatever. I, don't, I whatever. <laughs> well,
0: he once again not even mentioned. Nope. But he's our main character and i don't know paul harlinger demanded i I must be at the beginning of this episode (laughs) i'm not gonna be in it you gotta put me in
1: i i wonder if that's a thing i wonder if it's like wit be like there's something there's gotta be episodes with no wit though i don't with no intro and no wit mention there's gotta be
0: oh well because i mean all the time where wit was gone Well, yes, but that's, I mean, that's pre-Paul Harlinger. But, like, while, during his stay on the show, I can't imagine that he had some contract that demanded him be heard in every episode. Because it's not as though, he doesn't get credited at the end. No, 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 he just does the intro. So, and that's pre-recorded. He's not re-recording that every time. He's not Nathan Haverstick. What a hero. What an absolute hero.
1: He he gives so much. (laughs) And so we come back in from the uh, intro with Connie apologizing to Mitch, And And then then Mitch Mitch returns back, and it's super sweet because she's like, you know, she. They kind of go through it really fast, which is, I guess, like just the rush nature of the event. But
0: like, yeah, but also like, we've kind of established from the get go that this wasn't this fight wasn't a huge deal to begin with.
1: Yeah, it was just an. This is just an excuse for her to come out and see him. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it's more of a gesture of goodwill than it is like, uh, I needed to apologize in person yeah that is i I mean that is actually nuts to
1: me like i and i get it like i'm an exceptionally clingy person but they didn't talk for two weeks at all yeah that's surprising yeah i mean i guess this isn't but i mean they had instant messenger and stuff like that and like you know email Yeah, but she was
0: also on the road so she didn't have uh, internet yeah that's fair she could have Ain't called no from data. Joanne's new cell phone.
1: But ah. They could have texted on her presumably, like, Nokia brick phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Early 2000s had texting. I right? know, but, like,
1: not good texting. No. <laughs> um. And so, uh, T9. Yeah. Y'all remember that? No, I don't, actually. That is That is a foreign language
0: to me. What is T9? T9 was when you would text with the numbers before you had phones that had letters on them.
1: Oh. oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 you had to yeah, 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 before QWERTY keyboard phones. Right. Yeah. Oh, my, my grandmother still does that. That's... Shout out Gloria Taliana. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't decide whether or not to cut that. She, de- she deserves it. She's a saint. <laughs> if it means anything. All right. All, right. All, right. All right, that's a tangent not getting into it. Um, so... Connie, so Mitch has to leave, and then um, they're going over to the Borlands, right? Yeah. What? Like, are yeah. they friends with the Borlands? Like, I get that, like, it's, you're
0: in the area, but, like... It is a clear, like, plot contrivance to be like, hey, the Borlands are in D.C. How Ooh, would they have Connie gotten in contact? Connie just stays with the Borlands. With, yeah, why would Even Connie... though Connie's had, like two interactions yeah and like like she, she puts it out like she was contacting him well because mitch says like oh like wait till borland hears about this or whatever and she's like ah i'm headed over there now that's where yeah. i'm staying um yeah and and so
1: it's just so surprising that they yeah, would that they would do that and also that like
0: i i just don't i just don't get it like like well i mean it it is you purely just have to recognize it as it's a plot they wanted uh, the character like they wanted connie to stay with pre-existing characters um and wanted opportunities to give connie a taste of being an fbi wife yeah so, which was really good it was a really good thing right. and like no, like, like I, and it I, fleshes out borland's character it it all works yeah. except for the initial conceit yeah. where it's weird, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so so Mitch has to rush off. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a meeting or class or yeah. one or the other because he is currently like working Andromeda stuff for the FBI while taking FBI Academy classes. Oh, um, so he's got a very packed mm-hmm. schedule. Yeah, he's a busy guy. And so Connie gets back into the car and is. Clearly upset about the fact that mitch mm. had to run off they were able to set up dinner plans for that yeah. night but she was bummed that she didn't get to spend time with him yeah and this is a continuing conflict throughout this whole episode that is incredibly well written mm-hmm. i because was
1: because yeah. she says the Connie,
0: thing oh sorry
1: so she she says a thing when she sits down with joanne like because joanne's like seems like something's up and she's like well i guess i you know i expect too much of these moments and that's a kind of a motif that comes back later and at the very end of the episode as well
0: yeah so the the thing with it is that connie is absolutely in the wrong here she just showed up on the door of her boyfriend who she hasn't talked to in two weeks and expected to spend time with him yeah who is, as she knows, incredibly busy. Right. So she's she's not right in being upset, but it is one hundred percent understandable that she is. Yeah. Her character, while being wrong, is very real. Yeah, and like, like you're you like, can no, sympathize with it. that doesn't seem like oh they're doing like the irrationally clingy Connie, but it's like no you would have that thing and she even addresses the conflicted nature of it yeah. where she's like yeah like i do expect too much from this i shouldn't have just assumed that i could come down here and jump in on his life but i did and it's hard yeah well and, and I also really like you can understand that. yeah you can you can understand both sides super well
1: and like yeah like from her perspective like with with the exception of the initial um, Mitch being like Connie, like surprised and like seemed happy. Like, he seems incredibly rushed, incredibly disconnected. Like, obviously, it's not you know, it's he's, Odyssey, we're not gonna get like you know, them making out for 30 seconds or anything like that. But, like, it doesn't
0: seem like he's, there was much he's affection there. He's super excited to see her, yeah. Um, but yeah, but he's f- work focused at the moment, and yeah, and also. Mitch is, like, to- rightfully so. Yeah, he is trying to start this new job and go to class, and it's his dream job, and he has plans that he needs to get there for. Yeah, right at this moment, like, Connie has no like for this one. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. For this one, he doesn't have a like stand... or she yeah. doesn't have a leg to stand on it as much. Later in the episode she does right later in the episode mitch is more disconnected and it's less justified but yeah. here it's like no like this this all seems reasonable yeah exactly. this is the way humans work and i'm yeah it's, it's good really well it's written
1: really really good i'm surprised it's not written by kathy buchanan yeah um well, Hooper's Hooper's consistently good oh yeah no
0: no but you know, became yes. notoriously does the Connie and Mitch stuff. And um we'll be writing the next two. Oh, okay. Um, the the wrap up to the Connie and Mitch yeah. arc as we are covering. Um, um Yeah. Which this episode is like, Connie and Mitch is the B plot of this episode, maybe? Uh or is it a double A? Like I would call I would call it
1: a double A as because it is so much of a what we learned from the Borlands directly applies to the conflict with Connie and Mitch. Right. And like, as far as time is being spent, like Mitch is mentioned just as much. There's just as much parallels being drawn. Like,
0: yeah, as much as you can have a double a plot. I would it right. a double a. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's, that's probably fair. I can make arguments for either one being the a plot. Yeah. Um, um but the title is off the, Borland side of things, not the side of things. So Focus on the Family thinks that. yeah at least. Uh also they just wanted to keep the color thing going. Do you think that was actually intentional? Is that the, like a the thing? The color thing? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's even there's a note in the official guide. So when uh Eugene and Bernard did their road trip ages yeah. ago, they were all number. Like um, it was first something, you know, one or you know a couple one for things. the money right two was... for the road or something right. like that yeah exactly and so they were all numbers and so for this one they decided to make them all color related okay um Interesting. which gives us yeah the color saga what as excuse we've been do we calling have, it? have the color cover well, sure.
1: the uh <laughs> eugene and bernard road trip because those episodes are so good
0: i mean dude we can cover whatever we want it's our show it's true
1: Ha, <laughs> suck it listeners. <laughs> You're at our whims is what
0: we want to cover. I mean not really. But but kind of. Like yeah. I Tweet I us. have I have a couple things that I want to cover that are not going to be particularly popular, but I think would be really fun. Yeah. So yeah. well there's there's literally hundreds of episodes. So. Almost a thousand. <laughs> okay. Um so w- um. Then yeah. we go back to the Borlands, right? Yeah. So so we get introduced to uh, Mike and mm-hmm. to Janelle. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that Janelle collects antiques. Mm-hmm. Um, has this very nice Hitchcock rocker. Yeah. Um, a Which... Nice old rocking chair that Joanne immediately notices, um, and and
1: she knows that from Borland that uh, Joanne collects antiques or has a store, right?
0: She knows from Connie oh, when the they kind. were arranging things, but she doesn't actually know that Joanne's like down here to do antiques. Okay, which is a little surprising, but yeah. whatever. I mean, we've never met her before, so yeah. she doesn't have to know anything. Um, her name is
1: Janelle. I I've only known one person named Janelle, and it's it's the music artist.
0: Yes. Yeah, Miss, Miss Janelle Monet is yeah. all. Is all I was thinking of as
1: well very difficult but you know i sojourn on um (laughs) uh, so then uh yeah so we have the connection with that and um they want uh like janelle wants to take joanne to um the smithsonian at some point to like um to look at the compass together because it might have historical significance and then we cut to the basketball game right
0: Yeah, well, so we get introduced to Michaela. Oh, yeah, yeah. um, Who is uh, the daughter of Janelle and Peter Borland. Um, She goes by Mike. Mm -hmm. um, And so, yeah, she then, they then, she mentions that she's got a basketball game. And Connie and um, Joanne decide to go along to it. um, And it sounds it
1: sounds so good yeah. i had that written down too that it's just like oh i mean you know i've i've attended and been a part of several youth basketball games in my day and uh yeah it's pretty yeah. spot on
0: yeah well done mr alan hurley God, oh, um he's really he, really he's carrying bringing, his, bringing his a game for the <laughs> for the sound in this episode there's not much sports in odyssey but no.
1: but when there is i feel like when there is
0: it's basketball yeah (laughs) yeah
1: basketball or sometimes baseball yeah or softball yeah like those are pretty easy because it's on ground like it's on like you know grass and stuff and you have like the bat hitting the ball so yep yeah football doesn't work too much in yeah in in audio only Mm -hmm. form just a lot of crunching and the occasional like yeah tweet
0: oh we do get uh do we get tennis at one point with connie and mitch oh yeah we do get tennis (laughs) but only only very briefly yes with
1: the sports centric episodes did you ever listen to the holy hoopster yeah okay of course okay
0: i don't know if you made it that far oh yeah um uh so additionally throughout the thing uh, janelle's waiting for borland to show up yeah um and he's not he promised he'd be there but he's distracted Whatever. mike's having an exceptionally good game yeah she's she's doing real well um Bumbling and also out. um yeah then what there doesn't connie talk? they're trying to they want to go to the janelle's going to go along with um joanne to the smithsonian yeah because connie can stay home to watch mike because mitch cancels their mm. evening plans yeah um, be- for presumably bummer. the similar reason in which morland wasn't there yes. And stuff with andromeda yeah um is the reason novacom stuff is like wrapping up and yeah. so there's a lot going on yeah um and so then we then we just get some fun scenes of connie and mike hanging out together mm-hmm. back at the house yeah um which is so it's it's really cute like connie's like really
1: connie's trying so to so good with kids yeah she's like being really personable and like you know, befriending Mike and Mike's very abrasive to it at first where she just seems kind of like disinterested in it and very uncomfortable, but Connie kind of uh, wears her down and they eventually end up in uh, the tree house um, that she reveals or that Mike reveals that she's been working on with her dad.
0: Yeah. Um, we also find out in there that, uh, that she Mike memorizes sports scores mm-hmm. yep. um, for her dad. And a lot of her, we're seeing that a lot of her sports stuff Seems to center around like a relationship with with her dad, with her dad who is a busy man. Yeah, who, who um, and really that like even sports. comes up with the treehouse being mm-hmm. like, "This is our project," but like we don't get to do it that much.
1: So. Yeah, because he's there, and and then she says like, "I try to do some of it
0: myself and right. stuff," like but but I can't. And so Connie, Connie goes, "It is." And apparently, an incredible treehouse. Yeah, they talk here about the fact that it's gonna have like a separate bedroom. Yeah, with a door, there's a bathroom. I think. The, well, there's a kitchen. Oh, there's a kitchen. I think we find out later in the episode. There's, you know, all sorts of cool stuff. How would you and, rig up indoor plumbing to a treehouse? I mean, I guess you just have uh, to run pipes. Yeah, and it also might ne- not necessarily be a working kitchen. Oh, it might be like a play kitchen, right? Yeah 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 it's like a discovery channel style treehouse. Yeah, tree house yeah exactly um and so so while they're you know working in this tree house and whatnot uh connie finds a uh like a, what i imagine is a cedar trunk mm-hmm. with a bunch of stuff in it including um ballet shoes yeah and pictures yeah. of Mike yeah. in I, ballet outfits? I actually just realized that in my head, this has always been that scene in Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that, <laughs> yeah. in the treehouse, and they're, like, going through the yeah. trunk. And they find all the stuff. <laughs> I was like, why do I think it's a cedar trunk? I think they just say box. And I'm like, right, oh, Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> That's
1: exactly it, because in my head, like, the decor of what the treehouse looks like uh-huh. is like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh interesting wow <laughs> that's hilarious yeah we thought um, the same thing shocker <laughs> and so yeah and so she used to she used to take ballet mm. um and stop connie's yeah connie's kind well connie kind of brings up like oh like you used to have a girly side like we should we should do yeah. something with that or whatever yeah. and she shuts it down was like,
1: yeah no. and I like she know. says like you know i can like do your hair up like that yeah. like if you want and and because Mike admits that, like, every now and then she she likes to look at them and try yeah, them on, well, even though they, they, don't, they don't fit. fit. Yeah. Um, which is it's really sweet. Um, yeah. But she, again, like you said, like, she really shuts that down. Um, yep. And, and then we
0: get... Parents arguing, right? I think, I don't know, maybe my favorite scene in this episode? This episode's got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, it's but, a very...
1: Like, it feels like a TV episode.
0: Yeah. This episode is... Or this scene is so real yeah in a way that odyssey sometimes just feels kind of like i don't know like so because they don't need it and that sort of thing whereas this feels like a genuine argument between a married couple yeah yeah
1: Um, and it's like in presumably in the kitchen or something like that at night um yeah, between you know, obviously Mrs. Mister and Mrs. Borland, uh, Peter and yeah. Janelle for the yes. layman, um, and um, and it's basically about you know, Janelle's upset at uh at Peter for not being there yeah. for the basketball game and yeah. like saying like how well she did and stuff like that, and and Peter's like, well, you know, like work came up and stuff like that, like it, yeah. you know, I wanted to be there, I was planning on be there, but there's it's not in my control, and to which Janelle fires back like you're never there like i feel like right. i haven't seen you in months. Mm-hmm. And like you said like is such a
0: real thing where it's like and it doesn't get resolved. Yeah, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't yeah, they like they're very upset at each other and but more so just like upset at the situation. Yeah. And it's such a very real situation that i think they i think they they definitely leave it intentionally unresolved because they're not trying to paint this life in a good light because Right for Connie to see the flaws in it they can't make it look nice um and uh and so but it it is so good and it is so like yeah it it, it's palatable and relatable in a way that odyssey often isn't because it it forces such a like you know internal resolution or moral whereas this is very much just like real people going through real things that doesn't tie
0: directly to a, a theme yeah very much so um and then we have another basketball game. Yeah. Again, because they're every day?
1: I guess like twice a week maybe. Yeah.
0: And the other thing, I mean maybe
1: she if she plays for a school team cuz I've had games on like back-to-back days for school teams.
0: Yeah, but it's also like I think it's during the summer. Oh. Because I don't know. Unless it's a weekend or something. But Mike is definitely at home, when yeah. they first show up, and then they go to this game, yeah. which is in the afternoon. Yeah. And then, because the evening is when they have the Smithsonian thing, and when Connie stays home with Mike. The the next day, then, we also, like, that game is also in the afternoon. So, hmm. I am assuming that we're still in the school's out period of yeah. the... Of the show, of which the seems to seems to line up, even though this episode aired in November, uh, it seems to end up with the, like, line up with the show's internal logic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we've got, I don't know, we've got games every day. Yeah, but, I mean, they're kids. And it seems more... Borland missing stuff, while I'm like, yeah, that's a bummer, also seems more reasonable when you acknowledge the fact that these are afternoon games mm-hmm. and he works... A job that yes goes later, but also most parents would have struggle to make afternoon uh, three, games. Yeah, three o'clock game. But the the issue is more though that he's saying that he's going to be there and, and then, then not, is, isn't. Yeah, which is also Mitch's issue. Hey, um, parallels. Yeah. Um, and yeah.
1: so oh, sorry. No, no, no. And so it's a so basically we we are in the basketball game. Um, we find out that uh, the Smithsonian didn't quite go through. The way that they wanted to, the think the guy wasn't there or something. Yeah. Um yep. and so they'll have to come back, what they say, like Sunday or something like that. Saturday, maybe. Saturday, yeah. yeah. Um you can't do work on Sunday, Andrew. <laughs> it's illegal. <Andrew's> Saturday. <laughs> not um, in not in Adventures and Odyssey. Um and then uh Mike is also not playing great, like she hasn't scored yet or anything yeah. like that. She's she's doing apparently poorly. she's like baby Kobe Bryant or something like that. Because like, then the minute that uh, Borland shows up. She immediately, in my head, drives down the court and dunks or something yeah. like that because yeah.
0: she immediately scores after. She recognizes after that after her dad like, shows up. Um like And then, like, what kind of skills is this? And then, right after that, hits the ground hard. Well, I mean, it's it's youth. She's motivated. We yeah. get the impression that she's a good player. Maybe she just runs so, really fast. <laughs> yeah. And then she, after scoring, falls. Sprains her wrist, mm-hmm. and is going to spend the next three weeks in a sling. Yeah, they go to the the hospital, right? The ER. Which, yeah. okay. Brief tangent.
1: They rush the court when their kid falls. That's not a thing. Like coaches and then trainers go out. The parents aren't allowed
0: on the court because. They might just be going down to the sidelines though. Okay. We don't actually know. Well, they say they... something like we should get down there or something right. like that. Right. That might just be
1: to the sidelines, though. Okay. Okay. I'm like, ah. Oh no. <laughs> if parents stormed the court every time somebody got injured, that would be a that'd be a rough basketball game or <laughs> or a uh, soccer game in my experience. Um
0: And so Yeah, we now Um, Oh, Connie and Joanne have a good conversation Mm -hmm. um, in which, yeah, they're just talking about trying to coordinate with these moving schedules and how, you know, much time Mitch is putting into all this stuff. And Joanne kind of jokes and said, you know, Connie asks, like, how you guys did. And she's like, well, you know, Jack and I got married. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so she, she I, and she says like you know it's 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 nice to think of it that way like it doesn't Joanne kind of says like it doesn't really solve problems but in that case it does or did and like right. I yeah. wouldn't recommend right. it. Right, this
0: isn't this isn't a solution I'm recommending for you. This just happened to be what, what happened. We did. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah. And which is good. It was just really good because then Connie says like yeah you know like sometimes I think about it like maybe maybe that would be the answer like maybe if I just was married to him and like had that um that, that that would be better but i think that again like what what this episode does so well is that it gives you the glimpse into the life of like so what does being married actually look like and yep. it does not solve the problems that, no. that they're having
0: no which it it does a good job of not like candy coating it of being like, like yeah it's not it's not a bad thing but like it's also not the solution to a problem Mm -hmm. exactly um Um, yeah and so then then we get a scene with connie and mike um she's very poorly hiding the fact that she's stoked that she sprained her wrist yeah and she doesn't have to play basketball yep and she throughout the conversation like connie kind of makes a ballet comment Mm -hmm. and mike seems kind of into that but uh that requires two arms yeah her wrist isn't a sling for three weeks yeah she can't do ballet no 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 not even slightly yeah. it is a balanced sport yeah you cannot she could do like the standing like first position stuff <laughs> like real basic and then she got to
1: have her one good hand on a bar right yeah so you know yeah, no if you want to no. hear ballet talk boy don't come to me but maybe a little bit i don't know yeah yeah we'll have, uh, we'll, have
0: we'll have one of your siblings on the pod <laughs>
1: yeah they'll they'll talk about it they yep. could they would find a way they have danced like heavily concussed and stuff like that they're
0: yeah silly <laughs> i <laughs> but, love them but oh my but yeah then um they all um she also uh, then kind of scoffs it off and is like yeah that'd be you know that's girly or whatever yeah and connie, connie says you know w- what's wrong with doing something that girls do yeah um which she doesn't have have a great retort, too, other than bringing up the fact that she had overheard her dad um, say that, you know, he had always wanted a boy. Yeah. And that's kind of what spurred on... Mm. Well, no, so the, she, she says that she heard her dad
1: talk about not wanting a girl, but later it's revealed that Borland, what he had actually said was that he had always wanted a boy.
0: Okay, yeah. So, it's, 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 that way. It's, a,
1: it's a minute little thing, but it, it's a lot of her being a kid, like, playing into the insecurity right. that she isn't affirmed by her dad. Right.
0: Um, yeah. And Connie, Connie kind of addresses that. Yeah. It. So, yeah. So, that was kind of her whole reason for being into sports. Yeah. And, and you know, going by Mike instead of Michaela and, like, yeah. all of that stuff. Um, the... The... The thing... that i maybe have an issue with is connie and maybe it's supposed to draw attention to how much her parents have going and how like little attention they're giving things but connie's been here for two days and has pieced all of this together relatively easily yeah her parent like this has presumably been years Like, she's on a basketball team team. and is good. good. Yeah. So, at least a couple years. The fact that her. And, like, she's, like we said, visibly excited about the sprained wrist. Yeah. Like, how hasn't the rest of her family picked up on it? Like, I get the show, yeah, needs, you know, Connie to. Like, like it makes sense for the show, but also.
1: It's hard for her. I wish
0: it had been more of a thing where. Mike was less, like, had less disdain for the basketball, and it was more just like... What I really want to do is... Right, like, I want to do this other stuff, where here it seems like she has actively for years been doing something that she dislikes. Yeah. Um, Which is tough. Yeah,
1: and without her parents figuring it out and stuff, right. but I mean, I will say that, like you know within the grind of it and stuff like you can kind of put on a face for your parents that like they don't understand how unhappy you are with your current situation yeah like i i was on a soccer team for two years with people i actively disliked and i hated going to every single practice and my parents didn't know right it was only after like towards the end where i told them i'm like hey this is just a thing that i'm doing because i needed to get better
0: (laughs) you know Right, but it's but it's the thing of like Connie can see it, but yeah. the parents can't. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, it's not it's not a huge huge issue. No, not really. Um, and so then uh, we have we have this beautiful scene of like putting on all of you know Connie does her mm-hmm. hair and she has I don't know, presumably a dress or yeah. ballet stuff. Or she whatever. looks girly. right? Whatever on um, and. Kind of, you know, walks in and, and initially Borland's kind of like, "What? Like, what's what's going on?" Yeah, what are you doing? You know, did, did Connie do this or whatever? And she's like, "No, like, I I wanted to, um, you know, this is this is part of who I am too." Yeah. Um, and immediately he's just like, he's just like, "Oh yeah, like, absolutely, like, yeah, you're, you're you look beautiful." Kid. I'm not right. I'm not gonna hold like, yeah, I'm not gonna suddenly turn on you and. Yeah. And be mean about all this,
1: and he says so. So Mike then comes clean about uh, like changing for her dad, to, like to make her like her and stuff like that. And then she brings up the comment that she overheard about him not wanting a girl. And and um, uh, Agent Borland, Peter Borland says like this a really good line. He's like, yeah. "Your mom and I don't love you for what you do. We love you because you're our daughter." Period. And that's like full stop.
0: Like and and because of like the quote is like. You know, we love you because you're our daughter. Our daughter. Period. And because of that, I want you to be happy doing what you want to do. Yeah. Um. Which is really sweet. Um. I don't know. Well. So. Yeah. I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna go in on a little. On a little side tangent or whatever. This s- episode could play very well as. An allegory about people in the LGBT community. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like incredibly well, so. But it is clearly not going for that. No, because it's a focus on the family production, and it's a un- child. <laughs> Unless. What do you What do you mean? Well, I mean it's
1: clearly not going that because it's focused on the family, and it's also a kid. Sure. Whereas stereotypically,
0: it would be like a, a teenager, right, or a teen, or know. something, right? But I mean, if it's an allegory, it doesn't need to. Like, oh, I guess yeah. Like it's not. I'm not saying this is literally outlining that. I'm yeah. saying that like it focuses in a lot of the same parameters of like, hey, dad her you know coming out and her dad being like no like i still like i don't try like you don't need to no it's okay from because she, you know she we, god
1: designed her to be a, a, a woman and gender norms and stuff like that so she's it, actually doing what god wants for her by dressing in pink so yeah
0: well <laughs> it is it is an interesting thing where you can you can get away with this episode because like sporty girl is a thing that like mm-hmm. we accept yeah um although even like i don't know it it seems even a little bold for focus on the family to go as far as calling her mike yeah like, it does it, there's something about it where it's just like yeah where she is really playing up the like athletic boyishness of yeah of this role and like i'm all for it but i can't imagine them have do, like them doing the opposite
1: yeah exactly like there
0: would they would the, there couldn't be an episode where there's there a boy is, that
1: plays basketball but secretly wants to do dance
0: no where there's a boy doing dance who secretly wants to do well who secretly wants to do basketball, I guess, would be the actual trans- translation. Well, because but she would, does basketball, but actually wants to do but, dance. But, like,
1: the gender norm and what we would think would be okay right. is the boy wants to do basketball. Right. Or is doing basketball for his dad, but he, he actually wants to do dance right. or something like that.
0: Right. And, yeah. So, like, I can't imagine them doing
1: that. It is definitely close enough to be like, huh. <laughs> right. Where I'm a
0: little bit like, did Hoover just pull, like, a real good fast one? Yeah. <laughs> like, is he is he secretly, like this is going to like this is my chance to make this statement and no one's going to know yeah i like that that's that's my that's my head cannon. <laughs> oh yeah i'm i'm very okay with it because i already like the hoobs and i'm yeah. i'm rooting for them. but yeah it does like it, yeah it plays out very much in a way where yeah where you like where i feel like those connections are there intended or most likely not at all. Yeah. But like I don't know. It's They're just, definitely
1: there. Well and, and listening it in, you know, sixteen right. years later that's, when that's this is so much thing. more of a a it's, thing. It's a
0: conversation point and it's something that like we've been exposed to the like stories like this yeah. with that specific like tone to them in a lot of pop culture.
1: Has 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 um has odyssey addressed lgbtq at all
0: um not straightforwardly they've addressed
1: Um, like um in the truth chronicles they do like the whole like you know wit not wanting to hang a like a pride poster or something like that in wit's end because he doesn't support that view of the family or something like that
0: that that's exactly it's always because their focus on the family And the only good kind of family where there's two kids and a mom and a dad. Right. Anytime that stuff is addressed, it's super coded to be like, you know, I don't, you know, I, yeah, it's all family stuff. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's not how I imagine a family, which can also be extended out to be like the people must be married and Mm -hmm. those things as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little bit more blanket. Yeah. um, they but, definitely, they definitely like that. But yeah,
1: good on Hoobs for pulling a fast one if that's <laughs> what he did.
0: Yeah, and and if not, like I think. See, the thing is, like I think the episode works really well without that being. It subtext. doesn't. Yeah, it's exactly. But, it's so good, but and like as it hit this point, I was like, "That's interesting." interesting. It feels like, like like I want to talk about it, even though I it. don't think it's actually what was intended. Yeah. I think it's an interesting point of conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, and it is a lot, like, I think that it's a message that
1: is very important in that context, like, within the episode, but also, like, carries through to being now, where it's, like, the idea that, you know, your identity is not based in what you do.
0: Right. And even, like, even taking this, like, completely throwing out that read of it, the basic narrative of... Don't try, like, you don't need to change yourself to get your parents' approval. Yeah. Because that is, like, the baseline of what this episode is saying. Yeah. that you It's a really good story Mm -hmm. of, like, your parents are gonna love you. Like, you don't need to try and fit into the role that they have for you. Right. And and this one, it's not even a role that they have. Like, she is making an assumption based on a conversation that she overheard. Um, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's a cool, it's a, it's really good.
1: Um, <laughs> funny enough, that's not where the episode ends. No, <laughs> we no. have a good bit more. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: it's, yeah, we've got a quick bit more.
1: But... Yeah. Um, so we, then we have, um, Borland and Connie and Mike, um, um, and her mom, I guess Janelle, uh, all working on the treehouse together, because after yep. that sweet moment, they bring up, like, well, you know, can we work on the treehouse together? Yeah. Um, yep. And we get a really, really sweet moment of them being up there, them working on it, like, stuff with uh, something with hinges, I think. Yeah, hinges um, is for for the
0: door to the bedroom.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and Connie's kind of there, like, kind of witnessing this interesting unity, but also... She, she's gotten a lot of valuable perspective from this, yep. which then transfers directly into Connie, um, has dinner, has those dinner plans with yep. Mitch as have been delayed. Yeah. Well, one no, one this, this, this is just,
0: just a single time. Yeah. This is, this is, we get another great scene of Connie having a comical interaction with a waiter, waiter yeah. as previously seen when she was trying to meet with wit at Hals mm-hmm. diner, um, and she she's like, you know, I've been late to so many things, but never when they're this important. Yeah. I don't think that's true, but whatever. Yeah. Um <laughs> I find it hard to believe. But but anyways, and so yeah, the the, is the who is the blender, waiter voice Because he's a familiar voice. It, it's Bob Hoops. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, their their uh their waiter banter or whatever is so good. Like yeah, her her banter's fun. Um so, so yeah, so then Mitch finally does show up. Like, it's almost being played as though this is going to be, like, a he completely stands her up. Yeah. Which would have been crappy, um, but it wouldn't have had nearly the same punch as what actually happens yeah and so it's a really great like trope subversion where you're like mm-hmm. oh mitch is gonna stand her up and that's rough yeah and then it's actually he shows up and is not there yeah he like, shows he's up so not he shows present. up
1: late he's you know apologizes for being late apologizes for not getting ready you know presumably he came straight from work like yeah, he I'm did imagining he, his know, is, I, like, he
0: talks about i think he came straight from school he didn't yeah. get to change yeah Um, his phone rings, he takes the call and is like, no, like, I can't do that. Whatever. Hangs up. I'm like, oh, come on, Mitch. Yeah. Your phone. Like, well, so he has a, your phone during dinner. He has,
1: um, so they, she, he shows up, they kind of make awkward conversation. Yeah. Then it's very, it is very uncomfortable. Um, and then there's the first (laughs) phone call. He takes it. It seems like it's urgent, but he's like, you know, no, like I have plans tonight, yeah. like you yeah, can do this one off. without me or whatever, yep. and then he hangs up on them, and then he starts talking to Kanye again,, yep. and it's like are they talk about the weather or something, it's yeah. like talking about how she's liking Virginia or yeah it's it's this very awkward, disconnected
0: dialogue that Mitch, yeah, Mitch wants to get out of the conversation. Connie's not entirely sure where to go with it because it's been a while since they've talked, and they're catching yeah. up to do, it and it always. Like when you see somebody for the first time after a while, it always takes a little bit to get back in the rhythm of it. you'd be like, "Oh, wait, this is what we do, oh, right. yeah, that's right, <laughs> and then Mish's phone rings again, and yeah, he, he just mutes it, yeah, at that
1: point, well, no, he picks up and says, "I'll be down or something he
0: oh that that is the time where he's yeah. like, you know i'll I'll be down after this, or whatever.
1: yeah i'll be- I'll be down as soon as yeah. I can, I think is what he says, yeah, um. And so, yeah. And then he and, mutes his phone and puts it
0: down and starts yeah. talking to Connie. And Connie's basically like, look, you just got to go. Like, you're like, not, you're not actually here. And Who's Mitch says it?
1: like, and Mitch plays it off. Like, no, like I want to be here. Like I made plans with you. Like I want to be here. And yeah. Connie calls him on it. He's like, no, like you actually, your, your head is somewhere else. You want right. to be somewhere else. Like, yeah. and, and Mitch kind of fights back and she's like, just go.
0: Yeah, and props to Connie for recognizing that and calling on it, him on it. Yeah. Um. I wish Mitch had been... I, I mean, I wish Mitch was actually able to be present. Mm-hmm. And I wish that... Yeah, I can't imagine having a job that you can't walk away from for an evening. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people who do have it. And, like, it might legitimately be Mitch's <laughs> issue here. But, like... I think more than anything, he's just struggling with, there's a lot going on and he hasn't really figured out how to navigate it yet. Yeah, and exactly. So it's and not, it's not as though he doesn't want to be there and he's trying to get away. It's just, he doesn't know how to balance work and mm-hmm. life yeah. at all. And... I mean, we've seen Borland barely be able to do it as well, mm-hmm. so it's understandable. Yeah, and he he does have a lot on his plate.
1: Honestly, I mean, the best case scenario, I would have, I would have liked to seen like, Mitch stick it out and stay with Connie, and then like it'd be uncomfortable, and then slowly it turns into something better. But, um, yeah. you know, obviously, like <laughs> if you haven't picked up on it at this point, like the relationship isn't
0: going great at this point like they're they're definitely struggling and it seems very much like they are still super into each other but like they're starting to move in separate directions and well and so for me and that's been true since basically since we started covering this Connie and Mitch stuff yeah is their ships are headed in opposite directions but they are still trying everything they can to make it work because they are in love
1: yeah and and in this episode i think would be the first time where we see it where
0: it's like that
1: love is not as clearly shown here like yeah. connie's really putting off of, you know like is doing a thing and mitch just isn't quite there and they're just in different places and um so connie you know connie sends mitch away and uh and mitch says kind of like an awkward like i love you and and he's like i don't even think you hear connie audibly say like i love you too you just hear you too Mm. um and and that's where the episode goes out yeah
0: yeah and that's that's our ending note um so this this episode is almost part one of like a three-part thing like it's it's clearly setting up the next two episodes which is like a full-blown two-parter with like no like the arc stretches across both yeah um but it's it's. I like it that it's not just a setup episode. Like it's a yeah. setup episode, but it also has this plot with Mike that's really good. Yeah, that's super um, compelling. That it's one.
1: It's it's internally, like it's it's completely, uh, self-contained, but it's also very rev- relevant to the larger plot. Um, yeah. And then we get the we get. I mean, we get a decent Chris wrap up where yeah. she's talking about like.
0: I actually have. I actually have quotes. Uh, if you okay, want go for that, because. Because she says, uh, you know, I'm sure Mike is glad to know that her dad will love her no matter what. Yeah. Unless she's gay. No. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> but, but it, it once again. questioning. Like, it once again played, it played into that thing where I was like, you know, you could read this subtextually. Or you could just take it as, hey, you know, you don't need to change yourself for your parents' approval. Um, and then she goes, and it's good for us to know that the same is true about God. His children, and he loves us no matter what, yeah. Um, which, yeah, I do like as a note to end on. I wish Focus on the Family embraced that value more More. than other values, yeah. But you know, it is what it is, and we knew that going into this show, that there were gonna be points where we were like, hmm, this could, I don't know, the thing, the thing that this episode, like. I cannot fault this episode for what it is not. Yeah. Because it does what it's trying to do so well. So very And well. while I think like, oh, there's maybe some interesting stuff you could have done on top of that, it also didn't need it. No, it and was... And like, you can totally read it with that subtext as the episode stands and it works. It's, yeah, it's just an ep- episode that has aged incredibly well. Right. If you were to show someone this episode with no context of what focus on the family is they would probably be like oh like maybe they were hinting at that and that's cool yeah and you know because of our relationship with with that we know that that's not what they were hinting at but it like it doesn't detract from the episode yeah. in my opinion it just oh, but boy, it couldn't just they kind be? of feels like a mixed missed opportunity that being said it's not that missed of an opportunity because it is so well crafted. Yeah. Like it's, it's not it's not like it was like, a I feel nine like I keep... that
1: could have been a ten. It's right. just like it's a nine one way and it's a nine the other way as right. well. Exactly. You know. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. It was just a really I mean, solid solid episode. You know, it's it's not light. It is not no. a it is um <laughs> i like i said i for some reason thought that it was going to be a more lighthearted, but it's it's not no it's it's a, but it's, it's very good
0: properly yeah properly heavy episode and it sets up uh really nicely for for this next one um yeah uh do you have any more final thoughts i no no, no, no that's that's my wrap-up for yeah. for the episode um, um before we uh before we jump ahead to to plugs mm-hmm. um We've got a couple, uh, got a couple more iTunes reviews to read. Really? Yeah, Aww. yeah. We got we got we got two of them. Oh, sorry, sorry. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. V- very important. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, iTunes. Um, <laughs> is it actually? Oh yeah, Apple Music. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we have uh, additional reviews from both. Okay. So this first one is from. Ltst olson it's a hmm. five-star review is that lieutenant saint it might it L- might lieutenant be st olson um <laughs> who says uh, great podcast i love this podcast um and i hope you make more it's the perfect for people who love adventures and odyssey but are getting tired of the same old thing i could do without some of the language though keep it up three exclamation points just thanks yeah i, I <laughs> appreciate it uh lieutenant Singh olsen yeah um i will take it as lieutenant thank you Saint. yeah thank you thank you for for loving us in spite of our flaws
1: yeah thank you we appreciate it and also tweet at us and tell you tell tell me what the
0: ltst means oh. i am genuinely very curious <laughs> and then uh our our other review is a five-star review from a crafty violinist who says uh, wow. en- enjoy this podcast Haha, <laughs> somehow I never left a review, I think. Welp, I'm officially known as Gracie of the blog. Nice. Aw. Hi, Gracie. So <laughs> Gracie of the
1: blog. Great blog. Gracie Great of, review.
0: uh, well, welcome to Odyssey blog fame, um, left us a five-star review. Gotta got so, love her. Gotta love so, yeah. Her. Additionally, we were left a five-star rating with no review. So, thank you, anonymous, uh, five-star rating person. I don't want to challenge this. But I wonder what our first one-star review <laughs> is going to be.
1: Don't, you just.
0: Yeah, there's no, the no, wood. Knock, knocking, knocking on it. Knocking on it. it, on it. On um, don't. Yeah. Don't keep keep the five-star streak alive. It's great. I love I, it. I, I love that we have six five-star ratings. Yeah, it, 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 it makes is... me smile. Thank it, you, guys. It does make me smile as well um it's nice to know that
1: this means something to other people yeah and not just people i know in real life <laughs> yeah yeah that is it is a great feeling mm. um you you plug in anything mm, uh follow me on twitter i guess i just started tweeting more uh and, it's just, andrew
0: is stepping his twitter game up so. yeah it's
1: not great but it, You're it is <laughs>
0: andrew underscore sabo
1: just andrew sabo oh yeah it's uh it's pretty pretty nice pretty easy um
0: yeah what about you what? Uh Definitely oh before? no, I'm not I'm not plugging anything. Plug free. Alright. Yeah. Um and Thank yeah, you guys. we'll we'll be back next week with episode uh five thirty-three, uh something blue, part one. Bye guys. Goodbye, folks. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lititz Podcast Co-Op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WODFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. Episode 38, Pink Is Not My Color, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the WadFam ChalkPod.